Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Easy Sports Podcast. You've got Zach and Emma, and we just spent probably five minutes arguing about toast. At least. At least. And I'm still pissed. Okay, but you're wrong, so you can't be pissed. No, but that's the thing, is that you're the one who's actually wrong. I'm not. All right, so we might post about this later. But (laughs) um, the debate, basically, to catch you guys up, is I think it's okay to just eat toast with, like... You toast the bread, you put a little butter on it, that's it. No, but here's I the think thing. that's okay. I think that's okay, too. But do I think you're normal for wanting that over toast with jelly? I no. didn't say that I would want that over toast with that's jelly. I said it was an said. acceptable thing to do. And you <laughs> argued back with me that it was not because jelly is an option. Well, yeah. I mean, why would you have no, toast without jelly when jelly is available to you? I can't. That's I, like having dry pancakes when you have Mrs. Butterworth's right there. It's the same thing. Unbelievable. I no. no, that's fair. I'm sorry. That's a fair argument to make. Okay. I I don't know. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> the level of anger you're facing right now is unreal. Um, on today's episode, we are going to be talking about Malik Monk mm-hmm. getting slapped in the back of the head by <laughs> Michael Jordan, uh, who most would say, some would say, is the greatest of all time, the second greatest of all time. I think most would say is fair. <laughs> um, yeah, I think many would say this. We're going to talk Warriors and their slide i don't know like i don't even know if it's a slide really but we'll get to that in a little bit uh kansas state hired a new head coach uh so some news on that front we got ncaa basketball to talk about big weekend for ncaa basketball this weekend um and then ea sports rating adjusters which might just be the best job in the world potentially maybe could be probably not. we don't know um (laughs) but first we want to start with thursday night football yeah chargers chiefs last night um, I didn't do the date. I didn't do the date. Um, it is December 14th. It is. It's Last a Friday. finals. There we go. No finals for us. Yeah. But. So happy to be done. <laughs> uh, yeah. You were, when was your, when did you finish up? Um, I had a test on Tuesday and what did I have on Wednesday? I had something. Oh, I had another test on Wednesday and then a paper that I finished on Wednesday night. So I was done on Wednesday. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I was done Monday. Tuesday. Nice. Yeah, take home take home exams, the best. Wow, that yeah, sounds incredible. I know. I had a three part oral Spanish final. Oh, all disgusting. of it was just talking. It oh, was, that sounds horrible. It's one hundred and four. I mean, Jesus. this is elementary level Spanish. That's what it's called. It's called elementary Spanish. So, like, can we not catch a break? Yikes! So, if you fail, you're not as smart as an elementary schooler that can I mean, speak I Spanish. I definitely have an A in the class. Okay, there you go. <laughs> um, anyway, Thursday night football. Yeah. Chiefs sorry. Chargers at Arrowhead last night. Mm-hmm. Chiefs, it felt like they were in control the entire game. Mm-hmm. I would say, like, anybody watching it was like, okay, they'll win this game. Didn't really feel like the Chargers could put together an effective drive until they had to. Yeah. Until they were back against the wall, we got to make a couple of plays, and then Phillip Rivers decided to, you know, throw a couple incredible passes yeah. um, to lead them down the field. I think they converted two fourth downs in one drive. Which is incredible <laughs> which is awesome and they weren't like fourth and one it was like fourth and ten or fourth and yeah. eight um so the chiefs really with that horrible defense that they have yeah i mean that's gave them everything they can handle hasn't it it's yeah. just patrick mahomes is he god and then defense like where are you right no and and you know they were talking they popped up defensive metrics for the chiefs last night and it was 
it was like 30th in yards per game, 25th in points per game, and then 30th in passing yards per game or something like that. Yeah. And it's just that that is that is something I think they're going to have an issue with. Yeah. Especially going into the postseason. Well, especially but, with a fan base who, you know, rightly or wrongly is expecting some really big stuff in the postseason. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think there's a Chiefs fan out there, except for probably me, mm-hmm. who's like, I don't think this is going to go our way. Yeah. And the only reason I'm thinking that way is because I've been kicked in the teeth <laughs> by the Chiefs every year of my life. Yeah. So I've just sort of been like, you know what? If you prove me wrong, that's awesome. But for yeah. right now, it's disappointed but not surprised. No, and, and I think that that's the problem, too, is – they're going to face some great teams going into the yeah, postseason. Yeah, of course they are. I mean, they'll, odds are to get to the Super Bowl, they'll probably have to get past the Patriots, mm-hmm. which we all know Patriots postseason, that is a nightmare concoction. Right. In the Super Bowl, there's a chance they could be playing um, the Rams again. Yeah, that would be that would be a really interesting matchup. I Right now... Right now, it mm-hmm. looks like they're the two best teams in the NFL. Yep. But I don't know. Like you said, Patriots postseason is just scary. No one ever knows what's going to happen. And the Texans are good too. Yeah. That could be an early round game for them that they have to play, or that they have to play. And I don't know. I would there's not. There's a lot of good teams. There's a lot of good teams. The Texans have a, uh, I would say, a better defense than the Chiefs do. Yeah. For sure. I just don't think there's a standout like, oh yeah, they're going to win. No. I feel like some years you can say that with the Patriots. You can be like, yeah, the Patriots have it. Mm-hmm. At least that's how I've looked at it. Yeah. And this year I don't feel that that's the case. Well, I just don't think that this path is as clearly defined for Chiefs fans as they want it to be. Yeah. I don't think it's as cut and dry as we're the best team, we have the best offense, we're going to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. The postseason is insane. So a lot can happen. And I don't know. We'll see if Patrick Mahomes keeps playing on this level. If he... Yeah, can, can keep I stretching retract, out plays. Can I just retract every statement I've ever said about Patrick Mahomes being hype? Yeah. Because no, holy yeah. shit, I've never had a colder take. We were yeah, we were not all aboard the hype train. No, we were not. And, he and is, I was, I kept saying I was like, I'm gonna wait this out. I and I think part of this is being a Chiefs fan and being like, I'm not gonna get my hopes up mm-hmm. and just sort of like letting it happen. But I mean, a no look pass, like there's some stuff that he's doing that <laughs> is kind of blowing my mind, like verging on witchcraft. It is witchcraft. It's 100% witchcraft. Yeah. The, I mean, last night he had a couple plays. Um, the Chargers were smart for one that they played a contained defense on him. Sure. Just keep him in between the tackles. Don't let him scramble because as soon as he does that, you're fucked. Right. And that's it. Um, and that contained busted. And he probably ran 30 yards just scrambling. Yeah. Got to the sideline, threw a beautiful pass, converted a first down. And I just remember sitting there going, damn, he is that good. Yeah. He is he that is. good at just making shit happen. Yeah. He makes nothing plays. Plays where I would say quarterbacks like Brady would be sacked, Luck would be sacked. Any of those guys, they're done. That play's over. Maybe not Rodgers because he can scramble for some reason. Right. Um, he also has um, the highest odds right now for MVP. Patrick Mahomes does. Not surprising. Is, yeah, not surprising, but very cool either way. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's pretty exciting. I've, yeah. I've become way more excited about him in the recent weeks now that I'm sort of beginning to see like, oh, no, he's just outstanding. Well, and it feels like they're utilizing their tight end more now. Mm-hmm. It feels like they're utilizing Kelsey more. So he's able to – he's not 
always looking for that big pass over the middle. Right. He's not looking for that sideline grab or that jump ball or whatever. He can dump it off to Kelsey and Kelsey can convert for 10, 15, 20 yards because he is, I think people forget, he is a very, very talented tight end. Especially if you're not a Chiefs fan, you definitely forget that Travis oh, Kelsey yeah, is as good as he is. But he's he's great as well. Right. Um, but Phillip Rivers came into Arrowhead. They pulled it off. There was a questionable at best pass interference call right. at the end of the game that sort of extended and gave them a better chance to win. Um, I know why it was called because the uh, Eric Berry, I think it was, he pulled down the receiver's arm or like whacked at it. And you could say he hindered the guy's ability to catch it, but I don't know. It just, it didn't look like a catchable ball. I think the only reason they called it is because the receiver got a hand on it. Sure. But yeah, I think that's fair. But it put the Chargers on the one yard line. So that, I mean, that basically, as soon as they got there, I was like, okay, they're going to find a way to win this game. Yeah. I remember, uh, I remember actually watching the, um, I was watching volleyball semifinals last night with Mm -hmm. my family and I saw, I was getting score updates on my phone, but I couldn't see like the actual game. I was just watching the updates and I was like, oh, okay, you know, they'll. Uh, they'll kick the extra point. We'll go into overtime, whatever. And then I got the notification that we lost. Yep. And I was like, what just happened? And then watching, like, the highlight, like, playing it back a little bit and watching highlights from the game and stuff, like, kind of mind-blowing just because I was, I don't know, I wasn't expecting it at all. Right. Well, I just got to say, like, I'm a big fan of coaches not extending the game into overtime. Yeah, no, I like me the too. let's win the game right now. Let's not take a chance because I don't think the Chargers wanted to give Mahomes an opportunity with which is w- smart. Yeah, right. With the bullshit NFL overtime rules of if you score on your first possession, if it's a touchdown game over. Yeah, I agree. I think those rules are. Crazy. Yeah, it's a dumb rule. Um, They should just switch to college rules and it'd be much more entertaining. Makes a lot more sense. Yeah, right. And no ties. No ties ever again would be. <laughs> I can't stand the fact that it's professional sports and we have ties. Horrible, but um, so not a big soccer guy. Not a, I. Hmm. Just saying, we're talking about professional sports and ties. Soccer's number one. I uh, yeah, I do not like it. I can't stand it. Um, but no, I'm a big fan of coaches going for the win, saying, you know what, fuck it, chips all in, let's yeah. do this right now. Yeah, um, that's fair. And they ran a beautiful play that. The Chiefs just lost them in coverage. Yeah. The receiver probably had 10, 15 yards of green space around him. Yeah. I think uh, Chargers definitely earned it. Yeah. I don't think you can argue that they didn't deserve to win that game, Mm-mm. especially after that play. So now now the question is, they're both 10 and 3. Mm-hmm. Who's going to win the division? Because the Chargers have the Broncos next week and the Chiefs have the, have the Raiders. Damn. Yeah. I'm going to say... No, because I'm not going to say that. I was going to say Chiefs just to be hopeful, but then I know that I would be wrong because that's how the universe works with right. the Chiefs. Right, of course. Is if I say sure. that I think the Chiefs will win. We will it's like when I go, lose. yeah, the Lions could be 500 this season, <laughs> and then, you know, we lose our first four games or whatever it was. God just, like, opens up the clouds and just points and laughs at you. Yeah, nah, Matt Stafford's not going to play this weekend against the Bills. You're going to love that kid. Um <laughs> But uh, that sounded so bitter. I no, I am very bitter. Really? I'm also bitter that Josh Allen is their leading rusher. Right. Which is sure. <laughs> yeah. You know, fine. We're going to go up to Buffalo and lose. Yeah. I can't wait. Um, But yeah, who wins the division? I'm going to say Chiefs 
Mm-hmm. And we're absolutely going to lose now that I've said that. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to so, say Chiefs. And either way, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Way I'm right. Okay. So what about you? Who do you think? I think the Chargers are going to win the division. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just get this gut feeling that they are going to find a way to win out the rest of the year. Your spidey senses. Yeah. Oh, sure. something <laughs> like that. We'll go with that. Um, outside of that, speaking of you were watching volleyball last night. Yeah. You said it was wild. Okay. So, so here's the thing. As a sister, uh, no, okay, my sister plays volleyball. Go. I am not the sister, sorry. So Maya plays volleyball. She's going to Pitt State next year. Super excited about mm-hmm. that. And uh, we get to watch volleyball with her, and that's really cool for me <laughs> because she is so, like, knowledgeable, obviously, about the sport. She's playing it in college. Right. She knows her stuff. So watching it with her and her being like no stanford's block is incredible and her mm-hmm. explaining because stanford played byu first stanford swept they're moving on to the national championship okay and maya's like stanford's block is incredible i don't see how anyone's going to be able to get past this right so then we watch the nebraska illinois game really cool big 10 matchup mm-hmm. and illinois wins the first two sets and i'm sitting here shocked and so was maya because we were kind of like how is this happening? Nebraska, we thought, was going to be a lot better than this. And then Nebraska comes back and wins the next three sets to go to the national championship. Mm-hmm. And their players, they had two players. Um, Bucky was the first one. She was incredible. She's their outside hitter. She was next level. Um, and it's super exciting, especially since Nebraska is such a decorated program for volleyball. They've got five national championships, are now going for their sixth. They've had a few in the last like few years. Mm-hmm. They've made the tournament. Like, every season since 1986, I want to say, was the stat I saw. Like, Jesus. they're such a decorated team that it's really cool to see them, like, have that level of grit and toughness and be able to push through. So I'm really excited to see a Stanford team who's just talented mm-hmm. and is just really, really talented versus a Nebraska team who has a lot of toughness and they're going to make you earn it. I think it's going to be a really cool game. And I'm really stoked to watch it. Right. And, you know, it's funny. I'm looking at NCAA.com right now, and they literally – they posted, like, a thing that was basically takeaways from this tournament. Uh-huh. And the second point they make is Nebraska makes you earn it. Yeah. Um, they're just talking about how they were down 0-2 um, and basically just came back and ran the table on Illinois. Yeah. Which is – I mean, that is <laughs> – I, listen, obviously, I don't have the expertise in volleyball. Sure. No playing experience. Virtually no watching experience. Right. Um, but, I mean, for any any team to come back from two games down Well, and keep and in mind win, that these sets are 25 points each. Right. So they've lost 25 to, like, 15, 25, 16, I think, which for volleyball, losing by 10 points like that is a really big deal. Mm-hmm. So they look like they're getting crushed. And then they come back and win again in 25 points, and then again in 25 points, and then the last round's only to 15. And so to have to win like that, I don't know. It was just, it, volleyball's so fun to watch. I right. adore watching it. I know not a lot of people do, but I think that the games are outstanding, and I'm so excited for the championship. Yeah. Honestly, I'm hoping Nebraska pulls it out just because I love the story of their senior, Foeki. I think she's so cool. And uh, I love the leadership she shows for the team. and. I don't know. I just like Nebraska for this game, and they're going to be my pick. You're, you're that really making me want to go watch volleyball right now. You absolutely should. <laughs> um, no, that's really cool. I mean, I think it's important to highlight stuff like this. So yeah, for sure. Glad that we got to talk about it a yeah. little bit. Got to show um, the gal some support. Yeah, of course. Duh. 
Um, maybe we'll see your sister in a tournament like this someday. Maybe. Maybe. No pressure, Maya. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening, which you're not. Yeah. <laughs> no pressure. Um, Malik Monk. Okay. I loved this. Yeah. I remember seeing the tweet and immediately sending it to you mm-hmm. because I was like, could you? Okay. The headline I saw um, that really just encompassed my feelings about it was from Deadspin that said, imagine your boss <laughs> is Michael Jordan article. and imagine he's angry enough to hit you <laughs> because that was exactly my feelings on it. Like, just imagine being that kid <laughs> gets <laughs> smacked by one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. Like that can't feel good. <laughs> no, I know. And and Jordan, he told the Associated Press he said it was like a big brother and a little brother tap. Oh yeah, it's not like No, people angry. I think I think that was the one thing. I saw a bunch of posts. So after you sent me that tweet, I went online and I was like, fuck, I gotta look sure. I gotta look for this. I gotta find it. Um and started reading more about it and like people were unreasonably amounts of outraged about it. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Just like it's oh, very obvious he shouldn't do that. He laid his hands on it, one of his players. That is he should be fired. He should be fined by the league. Like he stuff like that. He did not hit him very hard. If you watch the video, you can see he barely, like, can even feel it. Like right. it does not look like he smacked him. You know what I mean? Right. And and I think it's and it was well a deserved. Big overreaction. Like, for those of you who don't know, he ran onto the court before the game was over. It's a massive game, and there's like point three seconds left or something. So he runs onto the court and gets a technical. And now, um, whoever they were playing. I don't remember who it was. Whoever they're playing has a chance to win the game. Right. So, yeah, you're going to get smacked. Yeah. No. I think it's fair. And I I think it's funny. Yeah, it was funny. Here's the thing is I hope Malik Monk has a good career because if not, he's going to be remembered as the guy who got hit. Smacked by Jordan. (laughs) I I don't know. Is that such a bad thing to be remembered as the guy who got smacked by Jordan? Yeah. That's a bad thing to be remembered for. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say that. I, I don't know. I wouldn't personally mind really? having my name tied to Jordan in that way. But if then again, you were in the NBA. Okay, yeah, but I'm never gonna be in the NBA. I know, but I'm saying if <laughs> if, if you were in the NBA, okay, you would want to be remembered as the guy smacked by Jordan, not the guy who won a championship. I guess not. Okay, I I see what you're saying. Yeah, I guess not. No. Yeah. Um. Speaking of the NBA. The Raptors are the best team in the league now, right? Like they have to be. I yeah, you don't. I don't see how you can make the argument that they're not. Right at this point, which is depressing. Which it's just weird. Yeah. It it doesn't. To me, they've always been a team on the verge. Like especially okay. these last few years, you know what I mean? They're on the verge of being great, but it's like pieces aren't coming together, things like that. So seeing this, it kind of seems like they're emerging as a team. Um. And I saw, I don't know if you saw this interview with Steph Curry postgame, mm-hmm. and a reporter asked him, you know, what do you think, or do you, can you take away anything positive from this game, something like that. And he sits there for 12 seconds, and then he goes, no, not really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I mean you can't. there wasn't. There weren't a whole lot. Of, when the Warriors and Raptors played, I mean, the Raptors really looked just dominant. Yeah, for sure. They looked like they had complete control over that entire game, and I don't know. That just it's so weird seeing the Warriors in a position where they just look like they're getting outplayed. Right. Like completely. They didn't look like they had any gas. They didn't look like they were it, they were missing a lot of shots that I was like, "Really?" Mhm. That that's the one? Okay. Like, sure. Yeah. Um, so it's just really it it's really weird to see them in a position where they're not the dominant team. 
They're not the guys who are running people off the floor. They look like every once in a while they're having to really grind it out to get yeah, the wins. Yeah, super team is looking human, and I think that freaks some people out. Right. I think I think they look – I don't know. I, I don't think they look as good as they did last year, the year before, the year before that. I think they sort of look like they're falling apart a little bit. I don't know if it has anything to do with – The beef. The beef yeah. and all the turmoil that they've been having within the organization – um, or I should say not within the organization between the players. Yeah. Um, but specifically Kevin Durant. Yeah. That small thing with Durant right. and Draymond and all that, which yeah. was that squashed no air about. quotes. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's just so weird seeing them in a position where they look, I don't, another team's making them look really bad. Yeah. But, um, regardless of that, Bleacher Report has them as number two in the power rankings, which, I don't necessarily disagree with. Yeah. I think it's fair. Yeah. But I don't know. It kind of looks like a toss up. Yeah. The Warriors being as bad as they are is just or I shouldn't say as bad as that. I was gonna the say, Warriors I getting was... dominated by someone like that is yeah. a little weird to me and a little foreign, but we'll see. Curry's back. He looks like he's getting back to his old self, so if this works, I don't know. I don't know I come playoff time who it's going to be. Super excited to see this going forward. I feel like I say that every single week. Yes. Probably do. Probably do. Whatever. That's okay. I'm glad you're excited still. I am. I'm still excited about sports. Yeah. I'm still excited about the thing that we spend hours talking about every single week. I wonder actually how many hours we spend talking about sports every week. Like even outside of this podcast, we spend so much time talking about sports. Because... It's it's hard to pinpoint conversations, I would say, that you and I have that don't revolve or come back to sports. At, revolve is a strong word. All right. That don't come back to sports at in some, some way. At some point, there's a sports reference in there at least once. That's true. Listen, Jesus. we we spent six hours playing Super Smash Bros. <laughs> the other day. So, you know, yeah. it's sort of – it. I mean That's, that, that just shows – okay, maybe this is why we love sports because we're so – genuinely just competitive by yep. nature that we could spend six hours playing super smash bros until i finally beat you yeah i mean six hours i can't i couldn't believe that and then the next day it was seven hours was it really yeah no it was holy fuck we need a life <laughs> we're crazy we need a life i mean seriously we need to go outside <laughs> see some sun was, you know <laughs> this was end of finals week First day, six hours. Oh, no. Next day, doctor test, grab some lunch, seven hours. I didn't realize it was that much. No, yeah, it's that much. Wow. That is is kind of remarkable that we didn't kill each other. It's a little impressive. It's a little embarrassing. It's both. It's it's both. both. Um, But that's all right. Um, (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) I can't believe you didn't realize it. No, I didn't. I wasn't exactly, like, keeping track of time. I was more focused on winning. Well, I wasn't either. And then I got a text from my mom that was like, hey, you were supposed to be home, like, three hours ago. And I was like, oh, my God, no, she's right. Are you alive? Did you get in a car accident? No, 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 I'm fine. Are you good? And I was like, my God, my bad. I'm on my way. Wow, that is – I'm kind of impressed, but more embarrassed, honestly. I feel like it says a lot about our competitive nature. I feel like it does too. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Um, For the record, Daisy killed Mr. Game and Watch once. Wow, that was whew. all One right. Time. 
Sure. Listen, there's a learning curve. There's a learning curve. I'm just going to try to defend myself real fast. <laughs> it's not that I'm bad. It's that Zach is really good. <laughs> um, Saying that with that, mm-hmm. we're going to go into our first break. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> After the break, uh, we're going to talk about Kansas State, their new head coach that they just hired. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to talk about NCAA basketball, like we said at the top of the show. Big weekend for that. And then, of course, EA Sports Ratings Adjusters. For sure. Which, like I said, might be the greatest <laughs> job anybody's ever had. What um, a bold statement. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll be right back after the break. Thank you for joining us on the Easy Sports Podcast. And welcome back from break. Where I just got yelled at for not liking something called a crunchy chicken cheddar wrap. I'm sorry. If you don't like a crunchy chicken cheddar wrap, dude. I know. I know I'm going to get just attacked for this. Um, I can't remember. Okay. Then after this, we're going to go eat one. No. I, mm, all right. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. That's fine. Um, so Kansas State... They hired a new coach, Chris Kleiman. Kleiman? Am uh, I saying that right? Yeah, I definitely know how to say his name. Yep. Um, he was North Dakota State University's coach. Uh, he has a couple national championships with them at the FCS level. Um, and now, since Bill Snyder, obviously the legendary Kansas State coach, right. um, since he's retiring, this guy's going to be taking over. Yeah. Uh, so he, I can't remember how long the contract was. Four, but I know that it is a base salary of around $2.3 million, and it increases by $200,000 each season uh, wow. that he's there. So pretty good deal for them. Um, I don't know how I necessarily feel about his hire for the sole reason that he doesn't have a lot of FBS coaching experience, right. which I understand he's had great success at the FCS level, uh, obviously winning national championships at any level. It's very impressive. Um, nonetheless, though, still not sure how I feel about this hire. Yeah, yeah, no, I completely agree. I think that it feels almost experimental. Like, I don't know if that's the word for it, but it's kind of like how, I don't know. It's like how much faith are you putting in to this guy? Like, clearly they have to see something pretty special in him. Right. You know what I mean? Because he doesn't have, you know, the kind of coaching experience that, your other big name hires are going to have, but he also has a national championship under a few national championships under his belt. Clearly he knows what he's doing. Um, I think it's interesting. No, I definitely, I definitely think it's, it's interesting. Um, I just don't know necessarily that it'll work. Yeah. Just, he has, That's I'm, why I'm saying it's right. And I'm, I'm looking at it from the perspective of, I don't know that this guy has any connections to the big 12. Not that I could see immediately uh, without deep diving on him. Um, but I don't know if he has any connections to the Big 12, to this recruiting area. Most of the guys that NDSU recruits are maybe those two, three-star guys from Minnesota, Wisconsin, that you know they could go to those schools, but they don't necessarily know if they're going to play. Right. And so that's great that he has that experience in developing those players, but it doesn't really mean a whole lot in this area you need to be able to recruit guys from texas from louisiana from kansas i mean yeah 
at the end of the day. Um, Which is one of the reasons that I've been so excited about Les Miles. We're mm-hmm. going to talk about this again. Yep, <laughs> like, we are. It's sixth week in a row. Um, because I feel like he is a guy who can lock down the state for us and get the top recruits in the state and then expand to potentially getting recruits in the country. I I agree 100%. I mean, we've already had some guys flip, right? There's yep. a guy from Lawrence, and there's been a few who have... Shown a lot of interest. Right. Um, that's what I was looking for. But yeah, that, I feel like that's really exciting for us. And I don't know if this dude is going to be able to do that at the same level. I think looking at this just from the surface, I don't see any advantage that Kansas State has with this hire over Kansas. Yeah. I, don't, I really don't see any because... Yeah, um, KU's making all these renovations. They're building that new indoor football facility. Which is the best thing, by the way. Sorry, I'm transitioning. Okay. Um, I go to class every day with my roommate who will drive us up to JRP, and then we walk up the stairs, and I go my way, and she has class in JRP. But walking by that, them building this new um, practice facility or training facility mm-hmm. is so cool to see how quickly this is getting done. You like seeing the progress every day. I love seeing Right. It, it's, it makes me really happy to be it able is, to walk through because I think it represents, you know, changes to our program <laughs> and whatever. We're going to get into my English major. There you go. Or my English minor mindset. Like, that's that's how I feel. It's like representing Kansas football restructuring. Yeah. It and happy. I, I think it's an awesome opportunity for the program. And they're going to have amazing – it's going to be a great recruiting tool yeah. flat out because now it's like, all right, weather can kind of suck here in the spring sometimes. It's okay. We have a yeah. big, beautiful indoor practice football facility right, now. Exactly. Um, so we don't necessarily have to worry about that anymore. Um, but, yeah, I just – I get it. He has a lot of great things going for him. And with the amount of success he had at NDSU, I just don't necessarily know that it's going to translate. Yeah. You know? There are examples of coaches who have come from that level, and it's translated and it's worked out, but there are also examples where it hasn't. Yeah. I think Jim Harbaugh was a guy who came from – FCS and worked his way up, got into an FBS program um, at San Diego and then Stanford and then obviously the success he had with the Niners. Sure. But, you know, there are obviously examples where that doesn't really pan out. I mean, there's a reason that Jim Harbaugh comes to mind. It's because I think he's one of the fewer cases right. where it has worked out very well. Right. I think there's a reason you can name those guys off the top of your head. Mm-hmm. And so for Kansas State going forward, I'm just not super optimistic about the state of their football program. I am on the same page. Right. I just, I don't, I don't see it. They're in the, obviously they're a big 12 school. Recruiting advantages for them over other schools. Outside of maybe Baylor, because Waco sucks and who would want to go to Baylor right now? (laughs) We're talking about Baylor. Yeah. And reasons to not want to be a part of their football program. There are a lot of reasons. I wasn't I wasn't gonna dive into some of the more sure. horrible topics right. that come up when you think about Baylor football right now. Um but Waco just kinda <laughs> sucks. I think that's a good I'm sorry, way. Sorry, just like reasons to not go to Baylor. Number one, Waco <laughs> sucks. Number two, you know, everything else. Yeah. That happened. Of course. Yeah, that's below Waco sucks. Yeah. No, Waco's just a terrible city. Uh-huh. Um but no, I I mean really I don't see the recruiting advantages. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't think there 
Right. I think that with the less miles higher, I think mm-hmm. that KU is going to have a pretty good, you know, knock on wood, a pretty good control over the state of Kansas. Right. And expanding nationally, I think, is obviously, you know, next on the list. Whether he'll be able to do that, you know, hopefully we can see that. But I think that he has a much better shot than uh, Kleiman, I would say. Yeah, we'll say Kleiman. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Kleiman. It, it sounds right, so we're just going to say it's right and move on. Christmas eating. What? <laughs> what? Oh, my God, no. Sorry. No go on that one. Sorry about it. Um, but, yeah, so. It's the season, <laughs> Okay. All right. Um, having said that, though, and them not having many distinct recruiting advantages, this is a guy who, as we said earlier, does have experience with these two-star, three-star recruits. Yeah. So he has he does have the experience developing those players. Yeah. So I don't think it's unrealistic to say that he could put together a decent team and develop some of those two, three-star recruits yeah, that team, normally sure. were there. I think decent team, yeah, absolutely. But are we going to talk about a team that's going to be in bowl games? I think they could. I think they could go six and six. I, th- I don't think that's I think, necessarily no, I unreasonable. That's no, I think that's totally fair. But um, with that, NCAA basketball, uh-huh. our favorite time of year oh, yeah. as Kansas so. fans. I mean, naturally, because forever we've had nothing. For the last decade, we haven't had anything to cheer about with football. Jesus, it has been a decade. Yeah. Orange Bowl was 2008. Yeah. So for the last decade, nothing substantial of any sorts has happened with our football program outside of the last few weeks with less miles being in. So and all the coaching hires and everything like that. That's been the most we've talked about Kansas football in years. Yeah. This is the most excited I think anybody's been about watching like Kansas recruiting news or anything this of that is the nature. Most I've heard people saying, Oh, I might look into season tickets. Yeah. People don't normally say that. Like myself. Right. <laughs> who is actively looking at it and going, hmm, where would I want to sit if yeah. we were to buy season tickets? Um but NCAA basketball, two huge games this weekend. Yeah. Kansas Nova. Man. So that's at Allen Fieldhouse. Mm-hmm. That's here in Lawrence. I have tickets. I'm excited to go. Yeah, for sure. This is going to be a great game. I hope we just beat the piss out of Nova. <laughs> I really – I am so tired of seeing them beat yeah. us. I want them to get well, killed. Especially after last year. Yeah. With, like – Last year, I, I don't remember who said this. It might have actually been Bill Self, who said, you know, looking at that score, you would think that KU played horribly, but we were solid. Villanova was just incredible. Well, so, Villanova set the NCAA record for three-pointers in a game. They were incredible. So I really want to see us be able to come out and beat them just to, like, regain some dignity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, they beat, they bounced us in the Final Four. And then the year before, I think it was they bounced us in the Elite Eight. Yeah. So really sick of Villanova. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Tired of it. That is ugh ugh. Um, I never thought I would dislike them that much. Yeah. Jay Wright, though, their coach is probably the best dress coach in all of college basketball. Really? Oh my God! You you got to check out. I. When I checked this, out. This no, this is okay. a weird thing, but like he looks so well put together it's a little like confusing sorry just like when i check out college basketball, <laughs> i was not looking at best dress 
I wasn't either. And then, no, I wasn't either. And then someone brought this up to me and I, I was blown away. It bothers me how much I think about it. Where I'm like, um, that's, that's a nice, you know, four button, whatever, double breasted suit. Sure. I don't know. I don't know the proper terms. I don't know the terminology, but I, you know what? Go on your computer right now and just look it up. But uh, yeah, Kansas Villanova, that's at Allen Fieldhouse. It's obviously going to be sold out because they sell out every single game. Um, it's going to be incredibly loud. Um, one of my friends is super, super angry right now. He looks the same as every other college coach. No, I don't want to hear it. You're wrong. It's okay. Um, Whoa. <laughs> uh, one of my friends is super, super angry that they can't go because they have a wedding to go to that weekend. Or tomorrow. Sorry, I'm just looking at pictures Yeah. That was a nice suit. It was a nice suit, right? It looks like it should be on a GQ cover. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Um, anyway, wedding tomorrow. Wedding tomorrow. So I have two tickets to go. Mm-hmm. Offered a ticket to one of my friends. They said they can't go. They got a wedding. Mm-hmm. They are so angry. Yeah. <laughs> because this is going to be such a fun game. Um, Allen Fieldhouse in any one of these big time games is a blast. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> the- Allen Fieldhouse, period. I went to an True. game earlier this year. And it's still it amazing. Blast. Yeah. Um, the game I actually want to talk about more, which I thought is strange, is Gonzaga USC. Or UNC. Yeah, because ESPN has uh, UNC a better chance to win, right? Right. They are, Quick according question. to ESPN, they are a 71% no. favorite or Ooh. chance of winning or whatever you want to call it. That doesn't make any sense to me. No, it, and I, I don't necessarily understand why. I know they lost to Michigan, but they got killed by Michigan. Yeah. And Michigan's a great team, and I would say Michigan is probably on the same level as Gonzaga. And they got, yeah, I would, I would say they cool. are a top five team this year. Gonzaga's really good. Yeah, they are. But I, I'd say, I would say they could play Gonzaga, and if that was a seven game series, that's going to at least game six. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but UNC gets killed by Gonzaga. They lose to Texas. I know they're at home, but I mean, come on, seventy-one percent chance of winning. Yeah, that seems too high. You are the they're the number twelve team. Gonzaga's number four. Gonzaga has a marquee win over Duke. Well, and we talked and, about um, we talked about the comments that were made. Mm-hmm. Like, coaching's not happy, Mm-mm. and team not happy like right. it doesn't look like things are going well no and so to give them a 71 percent chance to win seems way too high to me right I, it I'd doesn't make sense i would be absolutely shocked yeah i i don't know i and it, it all comes back people circle circle back to that argument oh they're it's home court advantage i understand that but to a certain Even extent so, you have to be talented enough to run with that team yeah and I don't know that they are. And people are saying, oh, well, Gonzaga just lost to Tennessee. Okay, Tennessee's the number three team in the country. Sure, yeah. So, and it wasn't like they got blown out by Tennessee. Right, yeah. They're, they're a great team. A great team. Um, so, I don't know. I just, I don't see it. I see Gonzaga coming in and I don't want to say beating USC by big margin. I'd say 10. I'd say 10, though. Yeah. yeah. I could see him coming in, beating him by 10, and then shooting free throws and extending it to 14. Yeah, I agree with 
Um, but I don't know. It's weird. It's going to be a great weekend. I'm really excited to go to KU Nova and then sit on my couch afterwards. And no, not at all. Not even a little. Um, but then sit on my couch afterwards and watch UNC and Gonzaga. Cause that's going to be another fun day. It is a good day. Get day drunk, go to Allen Fieldhouse, watch the game, go home, continue to drink, and then watch Gonzaga UNC. I don't see the issue. That's where you want to be. Right. It's not a problem until I'm graduated. (laughs) I have a semester left. We're okay. It's just alcoholism. Right, of course. (laughs) But until then, that's okay. Um, Yeah, that is... It's going to be so fun. I'm so excited. Less than 24 hours away. Um, next is the EA Sports ratings adjusters. All right. So you got to tell me all about this. All I right. Nothing. So EA Sports, obviously the video game company that makes Madden. Yeah, I know one thing. <laughs> you knew one thing. There we go. They have an unpaid position mm-hmm. called ratings adjusters who basically get to go to all the games, be on the sidelines, watch football, and then dictate how these players should be rated in the game whoa yeah whoa okay so these guys just walk around like holding the clipboard okay dropped a pass we'll dock a few points off his catching so when the game comes out all these guys have been on the sidelines all year so they're watching you going he's this good he's this good this guy should be a 99 overall in the game this guy should be a 93 this guy should be a 72 and they are that might be the best job of all time. They're making Might've all those calls. It might getting to. But it's unpaid though. Yeah, but I know. But still, you get to go to all the games and be on the side. All right, this would be the best. If I could be retired and pick up like a hobby, great hobby. <laughs> this would be an awesome hobby. <laughs> go to side, go stand sideline at NFL games and rate players. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's that's really cool. Could you imagine though if you were a player? And you like, let's say you're a running back. You're racing a guy to the pylon. Some dude runs you down. And you just see that guy like scribbling notes on his clipboard. Like, ooh, dock a few points off speed there. Like, he's clearly not fast enough to get away from that tackle. Like, Because, I mean, like, we've talked about jobs we would want in sports. Like, sure. if everything went well. Uh, me, MLB Scout, would be ideal. Yep. We've talked about this. This would 1,000% be the best option for you. I think I think if I could – I think this would be my retirement job. Yeah. If, I think that's fair. Because you it, also don't seem like a person who could ever stop working. That's probably as also true. As someone who's known you for as long as I've known you, I don't think I've ever seen you, like, genuinely not work or not want to work. Yeah, that's probably true. So I don't think you're a person who could ever <laughs> be like, yeah, I'm going to just kick it back. Yeah, I'll just kick back, do nothing. I think I'd go insane. Yo, like, I legitimately think I would, you know, just lose my mind. Yeah. Yep. No, but this could be a great hobby um, <laughs> um, to have, but we'll see. Maybe that's in my future. Maybe so. EA Sports ratings adjuster. I'm here for it. Sounds good to me. It could be so much fun. Um, yeah. I forgot to bring this up earlier. Mm-hmm. Does Joe Buck annoy the shit out of you? Um, so I think I sent this to you on Twitter. There was like a tweet that said, uh, your birth month or whatever is locked in a room with you. Like, oh yeah. 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 This so, was funny. 
Uh, my birthday's in February, so my birth <laughs> month guy who would be locked in a room with me was Joe Buck, and I was like, no, I couldn't do it. No. I can't. Here's the thing. Ever since 2014 World Series, Royals versus Giants, he brought up Madison Bumgarner individually like twice as much as he brought up the Royals as a team. Right. Ever since then, I just can't stand it. He finds a player. He finds one player that he loves. And he just sucks him off the entire game. I, I mean, say, in an annoying yeah, way. He just sucks him off the whole time. And it's like, I need you to stop talking about one person yeah. and talk about this game. Yeah, we know Bumgarner's incredible. Right. We know this dude's next level. But Bumgarner could have put some dip in while he was in the dugout. And Madison, or Joe Buck would have been, that is the fattest lip of dip I've yeah. ever seen. What a hero. <laughs> a true American treasure. You know what? Let's just, let's just go get in this Hall of Fame jacket right now. Yeah, he honestly, you know what? I don't think I've ever seen another human being do something that well. Joe Buck is like ESPN on Zion Williamson. Yeah. He is, except it's never the same person for the most part. He just sort of picks someone yeah. that does a few things that are really good and then talks about it the rest for the rest of the time. Yeah, it's so frustrating. Oh yeah. Oh, my God. If I turn on the game and I see Joe Buck is commentating, I just get so frustrated. I occasionally will, if I see Joe Buck commentating, I'll mute it, yeah, and then I'll find the radio broadcast and just listen, and then it. play the radio broadcast Ooh, over fair. what over the game. That is fair. Because I don't know, I just, I, I don't want to say it necessarily, but a lot of times I don't feel like he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> like I'm watching it, and he's like, "Wow, we are watching a hockey game, and they play on ice," and it's like, "Cool, Joe." Um, yes, they do. They also have skates on and play with sticks. Would you like There's to highlight those? There's a puck. Like he, he says things and I'm like, duh, of course. <laughs> like, I don't know. It just doesn't ever really sound like he knows exactly what he's talking about. That's so funny. Even when we're like, even with football, I'm like, mm, like, do you know what you're, do you know what you're saying? I feel like most of the time I just sort of stop listening. Yeah. Which is challenging thing to do but i'll like one of my favorite things to do while watching a sports game is like commercial breaks you know like checking twitter and stuff mm -hmm. and i just want to see how people are reacting to different things because i think it's super cool so if joe bug's commentating i kind of do that for the majority of the game i'm like I, watching and like scrolling so i don't have to listen i just hope are we assholes kind of we might be we might be title of the episode yeah. we might be assholes <laughs> um I just can't – as long as he doesn't get a hold of golf, mm -hmm. not because I'm, like, this huge, like, avid golf watcher, but because, like, I don't want my Sundays, like, my Sunday naps <laughs> that I will find – I will find <laughs> golf on the TV and just listen to them. And he's got a putt here on the – or on the ninth hole. And I'm like, okay, nap time. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear Joe Buck go, that's a golf ball and that's a golf club. And did you know Tiger Woods is in the clubhouse right now watching TV? Like, I don't want that. It would ruin it for me. <laughs> um, but uh, Joe Buck is kind of the worst in every way. So are we, though. Yeah, no, I know. We're kind of jerks. <laughs> We're so hypocritical right now because neither of us have ever had to commentate on a game before. Oh, no. And here's the thing. I know people who work for, like, uh, KU's radio station and broadcast games, and it is hard work. 
Like, not discounting that at all. It is so challenging. I would not want to do it. There's a reason I wouldn't want to do it, and it's because I know I wouldn't be good. Right. So I'm not saying that this dude is not more talented than I would ever be at this, <laughs> because he absolutely is. It's just like when comparing it to other incredibly talented guys. Yep. Yeah. It's just... Oh, <sighs> that's the meanest thing. I hate saying stuff like this. It's really? Yeah. Is it like... Does it really hurt you that it's much? I feel really mean. I feel guilty right now. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> it's fine. It'll be okay. Um, with that being said, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Easy Sports Pod. There you go. I don't know what our recording schedule is going to be like over winter break, There's if at all. Very good chance we will not be able to do it. Right. So we're going to look at it. We're going to work on it. If we can't come up with a solution. You'll just have to follow us on Twitter and watch, see all of our updates from there. Yeah, we're going to be a lot more active on Twitter because we can't be recording. So you can mm-hmm. still hear this wonderful commentary. Also, it's bowl game season. So that means there's going to be so football you know Zach is gonna be drunk all the time. <laughs> there's a lot of football coming up. And I am so excited for the constant dopamine hit of like the Valero Alamo Bowl. I'm probably going to live tweet the NCAA volleyball game. And I'm sure no one will be interested, but it's going to happen. That's all right. Doesn't matter. We're still going to do it anyway. (laughs) We're going to do these things because we enjoy them. This whole podcast, that's what it is. Yeah, just us doing stuff we like to do. Yeah. Wow. We're really creative. For sure. Absolutely. (laughs) But thank you so much again for joining us. Uh, I don't know when we'll see you next. We'll see you soon. We'll see you as soon as we can. I think that's a good way to say it. Yeah. That's a nice way to say it. (laughs) Kind of without actually fully fully knowing what's going on. All right. Bye, guys. (laughs)